Today on Rooted Daily, we ask how Christians can shine in the midst of life storms. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how Christians can shine through the storms of life. You know, the valleys of our lives, they can be the times when we come the closest to God. It's in our moments of sheer desperation that we realize our struggles are simply too much for us to overcome on our own, and we need help, and we turn to God to supply. And it's during those moments that for some people, their faith is reinvigorated. Maybe it had stalled before, we fell into apathy, but God and his role as the great provider woke us up and brought us closer. It can work that way, but it doesn't always. And I think most of us can think of a scenario when those storms in our lives, they don't make us take a step closer to God, but instead they tempt us to turn away from God and start running the other way. There are times when we fall into a cycle of depression or grief or pain where we can't seem to muster the kind of fire that we want for God. It's not just with our faith. Everything just seems hopeless and bleak. We have to know, though, that we have a God who is big enough to handle the storm. He will move mountains for the faithful, even the mountains of depression or anxiety or stress or grief. You know, depression, it's truly a physical and spiritual struggle. It's a, a chemical imbalance in the brain first, and that makes us feel awful and desperate. Then that chemical imbalance can lead us into a spiritual crisis. It makes us feel like the words of Romans chapter 8 verse 28 where God tells us that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. We feel like those words are just there mocking us. And normally when we're struggling in life, the solution is straightforward. Maybe not always easy to apply, but straightforward at least. We are to go to the word of God. We're to read the tremendous promises he's made for us, verified by the sacrifice of his son, and we let those promises sink in and then transform us and oftentimes even transform us physically. It's not always easy to do, but it is simple. When we are able to put our trust in those promises, we'll have a stronger faith. And when we have a stronger faith, often we expect to be uh, physically encouraged and hopeful. But when we've sunk into depression or we're grappling with clinical depression or anxiety or most other mental ailments, to be honest, things often don't shake out that way. You know, depression, it molds into everything we do. It's like wearing a heavy coat. We can go through the day-to-day -day motions of life, but we are constantly reminded of the difficulty. Yeah, every thought is coated with despair. So we can sit down, we can open our Bibles, and we can read the tremendous hope that we have in Jesus, and we should do that. But that won't always alter the way we feel. You know, depression is still there. We can't always think it away. And if you haven't endured it personally, I think if you ask someone who has, they'll say that advising someone to just believe God and his word more, that doesn't always work. They want to do that. It's just not working. It's not creating that, that uh, uplifting them the way they want it to. And that comes with consequences. When all you feel is darkness, it becomes hard to have hope no matter how much you want it or how much you read the word. And it becomes a lot harder to boldly declare the gospel to the world if our feelings are always incongruent with the faith that we want. You know, Jesus told us 
that we are a light of the world. Uh, A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp or put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. You know, Jesus commanded us to be a light shining throughout the world, even when there is a storm waging on in our head. So how do we do it? How do we move through depression or anxiety or grief or whatever, whether it's clinical depression or something else, how do we move through it to be that light, to fight for our faith? You know, I think there's a few ways we can start understanding that that none of this is going to be easy. First, we need to get a support system that can remind us about what's important. You know, depression it's one of those things that makes us get stuck in our thoughts. We need friends who, when that happens to us, when we're stuck in our head, they can get us out and tell us the truth. That doesn't only always mean that they're going to speak correctively to us. It's not always parents that we need, but we just need someone who's willing to say, listen, this is the way things are. May not feel that way, but here's the truth. It may feel like everything is doomed, But God is in control. He loves you. He loves me. And that can be enough. We need to surround ourselves with understanding Christian people who aren't trying to patronize, who aren't trying to belittle whatever it is we're struggling with, but who are willing to serve as an anchor and reality for us. Whatever you do, do not pull away from everyone else. That may be your natural tendency, but overcoming and shining through the storms is hard enough. Don't try to go it alone. A faithful friend can walk along alongside you and, and see the truth contained in God's word even when it's hard. Second, we need to stay grounded in reality. When you're going through the storms of life, especially a storm like depression or grief, too often your feelings diverge from what is actually going on in reality. That's not to say that there's not real things going on in your life, real triggers, uh, traumatic things happen, but too often we amplify those things and our feelings uh, make a cycle out of control. Something is going on in your brain that makes you feel like everything is falling to pieces, but in reality, it's usually not. But if I stay in my head, it may feel like the sky is falling, so we have to stay rooted in reality, in truth. And there's a simple but again, not always easy way to do that. Get a post-it note, maybe a stack of post-it notes and open your Bible and copy the last half of Romans chapter eight and then stick those post-it notes everywhere. Stick them on your mirrors, in your car, on your fridge, at your desk at work. Set a daily reminder on your phone because it's in Romans eight where Paul writes, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And then in verse 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And then in verse 31, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us 
from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Remind yourself of those verses every chance you get. That's the reality. And then when things seem to start falling apart, ask yourself, do I still remain in Christ's love? If yes, then no matter how bad things get, the reality is that we are still more than conquerors. If we feel like we have separated ourselves from Christ, the reality still remains that he is waiting with open arms for us to come home. Ground yourself in that reality. And again, find friends that will help you do that. Third, help other people. You, I'm convinced that there is no greater sunshine for the soul. In these storms of life, so often we have so much going on in our own lives. And like I said, it feels like everything's falling to pieces. And because of that, we start to think that we can only focus on digging ourselves out of the hole. And there is a role for self-care. There is a role for, for focusing on making ourselves better. But the first way and the best way to let our light shine through these storms is by showing the love and the compassion that we want to feel to others. Galatians 6.2 says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you can fulfill the law of Christ. Take some time, even if it is the last thing you want to do, and help someone. Maybe it's just by talking, reading the word together. Maybe it's something physical, break some leaves, bake a pie, do something, anything that is focused on other people. There are so many benefits to that. First, obviously, it's exactly what God tells us to do. It's his prescription for the storms of life and how to shine through them. But it also has the added benefit of getting you out of your head, grounding you back in reality, what's happening in the real world. And it will put you well on your way to making a friend who can support you in that process and you can support them back. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus is recorded saying, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And remember in verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Jesus loves you. And no one else can separate you from his love. He is always waiting to welcome us home when we stray. And that hope, that light, is the truth that allows us to shine through the worst storms of our lives. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.